Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned in to I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're so glad that you've joined us today, and we really have a treat um, in store today with today's show, but I want to remind everybody that you can find us on Facebook. I Work For Him is our uh, name there, our page, and you know we also have I Retire For Him, so if anybody is listening to the show today and you're heading towards or you're already in that, um, that financial retirement stage that we call it here in America, there's so much left for God to do in your life. And we talk about that on I Retire For Him. You know, it's not very often that we get to interview someone who heard about I Work For Him and then reached out to us to talk about the impact of our ministry on their lives. We love to hear those stories because it keeps us going each and every day. I'm so thrilled today to introduce you to Dan and Jenna Greer. They're calling in today from East Texas, but they hail from Colorado. Dan wrote to me and shared his faith story as we talked over the phone about nine months ago, and I wanted you all to hear the story, their love story, but really their story of how they're living out their faith as they raise their four kids in Colorado. Dan and Jenna, welcome to I Work For Him. Thanks, thanks for having us, guys. Yes, we're so excited to be on your platform. Thank you so much. Wow. All right. So listen, we're going to talk about how you guys are connecting your faith and your work to everything that you're doing. But first, we want to talk about how did, why did you become a Jesus follower? Ladies first, Jenna. Uh, well, I actually, my family's been uh, Christians forever, and we just um, I grew up that way. But uh, I didn't really, really dig into the Bible until after you become an adult and you choose choose that way of life and it's just so fulfilling and it's a way that I don't feel you can be fulfilled any other way like you can't be completely all the way to the top without Jesus in your life Dan what about you why did you become a Jesus follower well again grew up in a Christian household it was really great we had a lot of a lot of faith a lot of uh, choices too as well as we grew up and then you know Jenna really drew me closer in into God and Christ and and you know, he just worked in our lives, and we knew that he was—he was always working. It seemed like we went through some ups and downs in general with with career and everything else that goes on. But he was always there, and then we just decided that it was—it was perfect to, to have him there, and that he was really important, and, and he should be in everybody's life. And we wanted to do more to try to get more people to to know him and understand that as well as how important he is. Yeah, it's stressful being married, having careers, and having four kids. Okay, I mean, it, you know, that's there's some stress there. Not just stress, though. There's no, probably, there's good. It's good stress. Good well. it's, it's good stress. So your life, you have an intersection with I Work For Him. Tell us how you heard about I Work For Him. Well, so it was a little while ago, I really started getting into podcasts and looking around and I Work For Him was one of them that I ran on to and, and went back and listened to a lot of them from the beginning. And, and it just has been really nice to hear how you guys have grounded and, and to hear your interviews as well with people who, who have businesses or run businesses um, who are doing anything in the business world, how they keep God close to them in that aspect as well. 
So how's that impacted you? Being connected to iWorkForHim. Jenna, why don't you share this? So Dan found iWorkForHim. Dan runs a business that you guys, you guys run a family business together, not to mention the four kids is like a business as well. <laughs> Jenna, you saw Dan go through this. How did this being impacted with really connecting his faith and his work, how did that impact you? It's actually, it's been really encouraging. It's been exciting. It's um, and just listening to you through some of the podcasts. It's just uh, encouraging that you can have Jesus in the front most of your business and it can be successful and it will be successful. And um, just being, don't be afraid to have him as part of that business in, in our society today. And it's just been really encouraging to see him through that walk. Have you noticed a change in Dan's attitude towards his work? Um, well, yeah, he's, he's loving it. He's encouraged. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been really neat to not have that stress and come home and, and not enjoy where you are because he is able to bring God into this in every step of it. So, Dan, let us hear from you. What is something that maybe has impacted you specifically because of something that you heard um, but from one of our guests or a story on I Work For Him? Oh man, there, there's a lot. Um, really, it's 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 just the fact that he had got involved in every aspect of your life, and and you know there there was one stage where we decided that you know the business wasn't quite running the way we wanted it to. We were just getting off the ground, and and you know we were on a trip last summer, and uh, whew, we just we just decided that it was time to step back and like God named God as the CEO of the company. And, and that was just such a huge step for us to move forward was giving him control of that, you know, and, and letting him have it, not trying to take it from him, not, not being afraid of it. Not, not, I don't know, for lack of better words, just not trying to control our destiny and instead just give it to him. And that was been, that was a huge turnover for us going forward with it was that when we stopped trying to control the business and just gave it to him and it made such a big difference to us as to, to how the business functioned and our stress levels and how we could actually love life and give more yeah. to him and devote more back to him and what he does for it. So how, it. so how did that newfound attitude towards work impact your marriage? Well, I wouldn't say that it hurt it. <laughs> Probably made it a lot better. Um, in all honesty, because you're not near it stressed when when yeah. you don't when you don't worry about what's going to happen from day to day, and you know that he's going to provide for you and provide everything that you need, and, and you don't worry about whether you get ten customers or whether you've got one. You know that God's going to help you stay happy or or you know keep providing for you, and you don't have to. Again, it's not really stress, but you don't have to stress about that he talks about that a lot in the bible you know with not not stressing what good does it do to worry about one bit does it add a day to your life and the answer is always no it just takes time away from you and so it made a big difference to us is our relationship and with our family and we were able to bring our kids in to help with more stuff at that point because we weren't as worried about it being perfect how old are your kids a lot better just to... uh, we have about 14 12 10 and 8 why, why is it that Dan doesn't know this? He looked at you, Jenna, like, I have, I have, I have no idea. <laughs> and how long have you guys been married? Uh, 15 years. All right. So 
you guys live normally on 3,800 acres. Right now you're on the road in rural Colorado. You got these four kids, 8, 10, 12, 14, you know, who knows? Maybe there's another one on the way. You have no idea. So you got four for sure. You know, how does, how is your faith impacting your family? As you, Dan, have realized that God wanted you to connect everything that you do to your faith in Jesus Christ. How has that impacted time at home and out there on the range? Well, so so it's kind of funny. About about a year ago, I guess we started a nonprofit called uh, God First Life Next, which is really the way we want to live our life. But God First Life, and then um, we we do like weekly devotionals with that, and that that's really a lot of fun to write those, and and that gives us a lot of impact with our kids and as well, and what it does for them, and then. When we decided to homeschool this year, we started doing a morning Bible study, which has been really great. And and we just go do like a round table where everybody reads a couple verses and we go through the Bible. And then at the end of the chapter, we discuss it. And that's really been good to watch the kids light up and learn from that more because they've really picked up a lot as we go through that. And, and it's just the amount of knowledge they retain whenever you show passion about something and that they pick up from it and, and then making it God on top of all that is even better. Yeah. And with young minds and young hearts, they're just so much more free and open. And so it's just wonderful to have them as a part of it because it helps us grow. And when they are so open. About yeah. They've got no parameters. They're just like, well, of course it makes yeah. sense. Hey, we're talking We're right. talking today with Dan and Jenna Greer. They are listeners of I Work For Him. They're followers of I Work For Him. And they've been taking what they've been hearing on the show and applying it to their lives. We'll be right back with more of their conversation. When I was young, I always dreamed of being on camera because on camera I could always make funny faces and be ridiculous. YouTube is that dream. There are tons of I Work For Him videos out there on YouTube, each one designed to help you unlock God's purpose for you and your work. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube, I Work For Him. That's I Work, the number four, him. Hey, we're back with Dan and Jenna, and we're hearing from them about their life in in rural Colorado with their four kids on 3,800 acres. So here's a question. Does your faith actually impact your community? Do you ever see any other people there in Colorado? Because, you know, you're 3,800 acres. You're a mile from anybody. Well, not quite. (laughs) We see a lot of people, though. We live pretty close to family, and our community is really tight-niched, which is really nice. And that's part of the reason that keeps us there is, is the community and and just the, the variances in it. But it's it's really nice to be there. And we definitely see a touch in the community. I mean, our local church puts up, uh, they did a devotional booklet the other day, and they're going to do one again, uh, I guess, for Christmas this year, which is a lot of fun to see yeah. and, and be able to touch different people with that as well. You know, so you were talking about your devotional that you put out weekly. Um, God First, Life Next is your nonprofit. Where can people go to find that weekly devotional? Because you, you have that available, right? We do. Um, actually, our oldest son is working on putting those out every week, which is way cool. But it's um, godfirstlifenext.org. Okay. Um, we also have Facebook. You can find us there and uh, Instagram, which is, I think, uh, godfirstln. Yes. So. Excellent. So one of the questions that I have regarding this is that, you know, if you guys are writing this weekly devotional, you've made some changes in your life regarding your business and putting God first. How does that affect the conversations with your kids? And how do you see that conversation affecting their adulthood? Well, it's a lot of fun. 
We should let right. Jenna answer one of these questions, Dan. <laughs> you asked her to be on the show, Dan. Go ahead, let her talk. Uh, no, they uh, just every day a little bit more and more they start bringing God into the conversation on their own without being prompted, um, and they just are growing in their faith. And you can see, you can see it in the way they treat other people. You can see it in how they have more drive in what they're doing. Uh, we are homeschooling this year and we have four kids and they don't fight. They don't fight about the homeschooling. They are just excited about it. And I feel like if you didn't have God in if starting your day with Bible study, just makes it all go a little more smoothly. And just they can, you can see it through them as they communicate with the world. Do your kids really never like fight? They, they give credit to God for a lot of stuff. So, like, we were just in Florida not too long ago, and this jellyfish swam up to us. And, and they didn't say, oh, wow, this is really cool. They said, wow, look at this creature God created. And it was really just awesome the way that they gave him credit for what he did. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you're at the Grand Canyon, they don't go, oh, look at what hundreds of millions of years did. They go, look what God created. And it's really fun mm-hmm. to have them make those comments without being prompted. Yeah, without any prompt. Yeah. Yeah. Did they move away from the jellyfish quickly after they noticed how cool it was that God created that creature? <laughs> we kind of watched it for a little while, and then it swam back out. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> They're fun from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> they they might have been talking a different tune if they'd have gotten stung by one, but that's awesome. Yeah. You know, and that's so great because just think about how they won't have to make that switch. You know, if they see you guys living out your faith in all that you do, in your work, in your home, in your community, in your schooling, in all of that, um, you know, we just, we, we look forward to a day where a next generation doesn't have to make that switch, and they're a part of Yeah, where that. it just makes sense. So I hope our listeners, you know, yeah. that's one of the things we just really want the listeners to hear is that um, it's never too late. It's never, um, you know, now is the time. If God is stirring in you, I love how you said you guys really wrestled with this whole idea of making God the CEO of your company, you know, and, and just the process. And so, listeners, if you are, you know, challenged by this at all for your own life, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us on our contact page at iworkforhim.com. Or you can reach out to Dan and Jenna. Well, yes, at, that's at true. Godfirstlifenext.org. They've got it figured out. They, they followed, you know, you followed in the steps of Stanley Tam, who did that 60 years ago. And people said, you can't give God your business. You can't make him the CEO. He can't own your business. And Stanley Tam said, yes, I can. God owns my business. Great. It was a great story. All right. So let's talk about your business, Dan and Jenna. What is the business that you guys run? Oh, man. Well, that's like a lot of questions. So we we actually run a consulting business where we help companies who use trucks in their business. Um, we help them maintain compliance with federal regulations. So we help them with back-end paperwork, and we help them make sure that they they know the rules and regulations and they're following those. We just kind of give them that guidance where they, where they need it. We're not necessarily helping trucking companies per se. It's more of like construction companies, landscape companies. Um, we help some distributors, stuff like that. They just, they use trucks in their business. They use vehicles for their business, but they don't just transport goods. Does, it, does that kind of make sense? Sure. There's a lot of trucks out there. They're all doing, and in, and in Florida, you see you see a lot more landscape trucks than you do anywhere in the country because the landscape guys like control the world here. But okay, right. so you're helping them stay in compliance at the same time. 
you're making some money by helping them stay in compliance. That's fantastic because you got to have the right stickers on the doors. You got, I mean, so how do you see your faith playing out in your interactions with your customers? You know, Jenna could probably answer some of that because she deals with some of the customers as well. Uh, well, <clears throat> it, it, there are actually several of our clients that are part of the God First Life Next. They want to be on that email list. They want those devotionals. Um, cool. So through through Eclipse, through our business, we're also growing the God First Life Next. So I think that that's how we can really put that faith in there. Yeah, a lot of times they'll shoot us an email and ask for like prayers to be put on a mm-hmm. prayer list as well when they have some going, which is great. It's great to open that door both ways and, and not shut it. You know, we, we've only had a couple people tell us that, you know, never mix, never mix God and business, never mix religion and business, never mix politics and business. Well, if you don't stand for something, if you don't tell them what you agree with, then it's so hard for people to feel in touch and in tune with you in general. And that's really made a big difference for us. It's just given somebody else that option to, to go into that. Well, and, it, and what a great conversation starter, though, too, for somebody to say, well, we don't miss, you, you can't miss business and, and religion. You're like, really? Jesus was a business yeah. guy. Did you know that? I mean, what a great conversation yeah. opener. You know, Jesus was a carpenter. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, Martha? I was just going to say, you know, I, I think that it um, what stands out in what you just said is that your customers or vendors, whoever you're dealing with, they knew that you were a safe place to go if they're asking you for prayers and if they're inquiring about your um, God first. What is it? Say God first, life next. God and O-R-G. I, I love that. So, you know, you're just... Obviously, your faith is a part of your life, and it's going before you because it's very evident, and people are seeing that. So, We're talking with Dan and Jenna Greer. They're on the road, but they're from Colorado, and we'll be right back. One of the ways I keep Jim under control is to tell him to go write something. It's sometimes the only quiet I get during the day. I would love it if you would go and subscribe to our weekly blog so I can keep getting those quiet moments every week. I could use more, but I will be grateful for at least that one half hour. Jim's blog is written from his heart on what our father is speaking loudly to him right now. I think you'll enjoy it. Iworkforhim.com and click on the word blog to subscribe. Dan and Jenna, I see that the natives are getting restless. You sent them out for a run, but I can see them in the shadows running around the camper as you guys are out there. So, So it's really cool. You guys are running your business, homeschooling your four kids and letting them see part of the country. How has that experience been? Because a lot of families, they would love to do what you're doing. You threw a fifth wheel behind a big pickup truck and you're hauling across the country. How are you? Oh, is it a pickup truck that you're doing or is it a small semi truck? It, what do you, it is. Okay. It's a pickup. All right. So how do you fit the six of you in a pickup truck? That means it's pretty small, tight quarters. It's pretty tight. We gotta be cozy. 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 It's togetherness. Talk about that experience as you have experienced. You you said you went from Colorado all the way to the panhandle of Florida. Well, you went to the the Rock or the Blue Ridge Mountains and into the panhandle of Florida, and you're heading back. You've seen some incredible parts of the country. How have you seen God working in the country as you've been driving across it? Experience it. You better take that one. It's amazing. (laughs) It's it's just been. Uh, relaxing. First of all, when you're when you're starting out on a traveling homeschool or traveling work, you have to slow down a little bit, and uh, so you only travel a little bit each day so that you do have time to get your work done. Um, and it's just uh, seeing how different people are living and the different uh, just nature and the different ways. You can see God in every 
every step, whether it's giving you a large open space to pull out into traffic because we have this big thing going on here, and uh, or if it's uh, finding the right camping spot yeah. without any notice. You know, it's it's kind of funny. We pulled into the Smokies and they have a place to stay. We were getting ready to go, just boondock in a parking lot somewhere, and called it called like four or five campgrounds, and somebody called us back, and it was the perfect spot. It was yeah. right on the river. It was absolutely gorgeous and. They're just God damned, a hundred percent in everything that we've done so far on this trip, and just watching, watching how he works, and just knowing and accepting that it's him. You know, when when we were in Florida, it was really awesome because our youngest, he said, "Man, I just want to see sea turtles." And I, yeah, good, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That's right. Good luck with that. And so we're we're on the beach, and um, they released three sea turtles that day back into the wild, right, right like, next to us less than 20 feet from us yeah. and they got all god <laughs> yeah. we got to hear they gave us a nice educational experience and we got to ask questions and we got to see the turtles up close and just we couldn't have planned a better experience yeah that's pretty rare to be able to see a wow. sea turtle dan and jenna you got some great stories we want to encourage everybody go out to their website get involved with dan and jenna hear from them on a weekly basis god first life next.org follow them as they cross the country raise these four kids love each other and run a business that encourages people to stay in compliance with all the rules and regulations of the government of the united states when it comes to uh, transportation godfirstlifenext.org Dan why don't you plug your business website as well before we go yeah it's uh, eclipse-dot.com so it's um, eclipse-dot.com so if you're having problems with your compliance and really don't want to deal with it you can get a hold of Dan at eclipse-dot.com Dan and Jenna Greer thank you so much for being on I Work for him today thanks guys thank you so much thank it's you. great to talk with you You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com. I Work the number four, him.com.